this is one of my favorite innovators in healthcare. All right, hey, Pat, yeah, how are you? Good Doing to see you. Good, Happy New dog. Year. It's good to see you. Hey. You're looking healthy. Uh, you must you, be dog. using your own uh, app to stay healthier. It's more uh, than an app. It's more than an app. <laughs> visual DX is an incredible solution because ultimately people are, are visual. And uh, uh, healthcare has relied too much on words, and you've really reinvented that story. So can you give us a top line on kind of where Visual DX came from and some of your really cool innovations around Symptacons and going direct to consumer now. Yeah, well, Visual DX is in a space that you don't see much in this vast exhibit Absolutely hall. Absolutely not. Diagnostic decision support. Which visually, would, right? Visually. And so you would think that getting the diagnosis right would be three quarters of this exhibit hall because quality care begins with an accurate diagnosis. But of course, this exhibit hall is mostly about the commerce of medicine, right? Not driving accuracy and care. And so what we're really focused on is allowing the clinician and soon the consumer to search by symptoms and other findings such as lab data, travel history, medication, their gender, their age, and get to a patient contextualized differential diagnosis and to represent it visually. Give me a a picture, give me a, a quick use case. Let me tell you of, a great use, Let me tell you a great use case. So do you read the, the New York Times at yes. all? Sunday magazine, yes. there's a case. This Sunday, just a few two days ago. The case was a um, a medical student was visiting her niece. And so it's her brother's daughter, and the sister-in-law said to the medical student, the niece has a rash around the eye. And the medical student was asked by the sister-in-law, can you take a look? And she said, Amanda said, this medical student said, I'm just a medical student, which means I know absolutely nothing. And she said, well, let me try. So she looks and she uses Visual DX. And if you read this So really, she took a picture of the rash? No, no, she, she looked at the, at the, at the niece and okay. she entered the type of lesions into her like a into mobile, her app, into the mobile, mobile version of Visual DX. Okay, and she figured out that likely that her niece had herpetic infection of the eye, which can lead to blindness. So she actually um, encouraged her sister-in-law to take the niece to the pediatrician immediately. Immediately, and the pediatrician said, "I don't think it's herpes." And the pediatrician then was the uh, sister-in-law insisted that the pediatrician take a culture. And over the weekend, this little three-year-old said, mommy, don't turn the lights on in the room, which is a sign of photophobia, intolerance to light. And sure enough, on Monday, they get a call from the pediatrician that the cultures were positive for herpes, and then the child's taken to the ophthalmologist. But this is a case- The medical student had the correct diagnosis the, on the front end. Right, right. and so. Visualization, we all as humans are great at visualizing. Right. And We're visual the medical animals. student who said, I don't know anything, actually knew a lot when armed with information. And so that really, is. really what we're gonna see quickly is this transition to arming um, physicians, students, residents, which is what we do, because Visual DX is already used in 1,600 hospitals and large clinics. Over 90 medical schools are teaching with it but eventually you'll see it be totally ubiquitous because pattern recognition is how we solve problems often. So you have this incredible visual library of rashes and all kinds of conditions, 
across all therapeutic areas, correct? Well, it's more than just rashes. So we right. have, we do any diagnosis now. So the great expansion of Visual DX was in a year ago at HIMSS, we announced the new Visual DX where we went from skin, eye, and oral presentations to any complaint. So you could search in Visual DX today something like abdominal pain, or you could put in double vision. So it doesn't have to be a rash. Correct. And uh, you have something called Symptocons you've created. Yeah, Tell so me about Symptocons. Symptocons are actually really... They're not really, like Decepticons or Transformers, right? No, no, no. It's actually, um, once again, visualization. So, you know, people have conceptualized our company as, you know, rashes and eye right. problems. But how do you represent internal symptoms? Well, instead of reading a, a laundry list like a, in a book or a long right. paragraphs of prose, what we can do is we can represent the patterns of the symptoms, the labs, diagrammatically so a clinician can very quickly compare diseases. That's, that's fabulous. Um, so what's, tell us about, so is this just available to professionals or you're doing something with direct to consumer, yeah, we correct? Do. We always have done uh, skinsight.com, which is spelled S-K-I-N-S-I-G-H-T, like a play on Skinsight. insight. Skinsight.com. Like play on insight. So skinsight.com has uh, been out there for years, but we recently redesigned it into a responsive design, and it's used from all over the world. So patients can go in there and look at, uh, the focus of SkinSight is narrower than the professional tool, so they're looking at skin problems right. mostly. But patients can go in there and put in, you know, I have a problem on my leg, what are the common problems? And they can just see what those common problems are. So it, uh, skin sites you millions uh, times a month by consumers. Wow, that's great. So in addition to inventing Symptocons and this whole visual uh, diagnosis to support accurate, effective, shorter time to treatment of care, You've coined a term, uh, clinical omics? Clinomics. 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 So tell me about clinomics. Okay, so of course, well, here in this great hall here, what do we see? We see the cliches of health IT. So we have precision medicine, analytics, big data. Every booth will have all these cliches, right? So we're talking about genomics, biomics, proteomics. But where's clinical medicine? I mean, we have a a, um, billion outpatient visits a year in America on average three per person in the population. What do they do? They come to their doctors, they don't say, here's my DNA. They don't say, here's my biome. They say, doctor, I'm depressed. Doctor, I have back pain. Doctor, I have a rash, right? So where's the precision around clinical medicine, right? Do we, we, in this great hall, do we see any cliches of clinical medicine? Like, I'm gonna ask the right questions of the patient. I'm gonna do a, a thorough physical exam. I'm going to think methodically about the patient's problem. You're not saying that here, because this is the business of medicine. But when we really talk about patients, patients come to doctors with problems. Yes. The problems need to be solved. And a doctor needs to bring to bear all the information in the medical literature on the uniqueness of the individual. So when you go to see your doctor, you say, doctor, I'm dizzy, or doctor, I have back pain, or doctor, I'm depressed. There's a set of questions that should match your uniqueness as an individual. What medications you on? Are you diabetic? Do you have? Right. Are you on, um, you know, certain medications that could trigger that symptom, right? So that is clinomics. That is the Got idea it. 
of asking the right questions in a precise, repeatable, reliable way. So we're talking about really building a high reliability uh, form of medicine. And so the idea is that we're going to just type in symptoms and big data is going to crunch it is a, is a fallacy because you have to ask the patient the right questions. If you just type in what you hear, your patient's not volunteering half right. the information you need to know. I mean, they say 10% of the population is addicted to opioids. There's some incredible, and how many patients come in and say, doc, I'm addicted to opioids? You need to ask, right? So- How's your pain today? Right. That's, you know, you are an incredible physician leader, uh, an incredible innovator. Um, what's next on you? What are you inventing next? Well, so we are about to launch Visual DX in Spanish, French, German, and Mandarin, so that wow. uh, you could be using this around the world. And um, uh, Ovid, uh, Walter Skluwer's company, is going to be representing Visual DX internationally this Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Yep. That's and, huge. Yeah. So Visual DX will be available to clinicians around the world. Any other secret well, to your work? You can't talk about it. You yeah, got got other, some, I know you got other stuff you can't talk about yet. Yeah, well, we have some real innovation going on with deep learning. and Deep with, learning? Deep learning. How deep? It's, it's deep because it's deep with pictures. Oh. Yeah. So, so we're, we're you're saving little, that for next year when we sit down year, and talk? Next year's interview. Then I'm going to be showing you a Hymns demo. 18? Hymns we'll have 18. a demo at Hymns 18? Absolutely. You promise? Yeah, well, I have a demo in my pocket now. I'm just not showing it to you. Okay, so how do people connect with you and uh, learn more and figure out how to uh, apply your your solution and system to the accuracy and care? Well, first of all, any uh, Cerner customer can turn on Visual DX using Fire inside the Cerner record now. So we're engineered to Fire. Great. And you know, Epic's moving to Fire. They just announced they have Fire ready in Epic and. Uh, we learned here at the meeting that all scripts, most of the EHR vendors are moving to the HL7 Fire standard. Visual DX has had Fire embedded in it for over a year and a half. We're ready to go. We have uh, Visual DX used inside the Cerner record. Um, so www.visualdx.com and contact us. Okay. Terrific. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks Always for joining us. Always a pleasure. Us. All right. All right, we're innovating uh, a better health through vision. Oh, this is one of my favorite innovators in healthcare. All right, hey, Pat, how are you? Good to see you, happy new dog. year, it's good to see you. Hey. You're looking healthy, uh, you must you, be dog. using your own uh, app to stay healthier. It's more uh, than an app. It's more than an app. Visual DX is an incredible solution because ultimately people are, are visual and uh, healthcare has relied too much on words and you've really reinvented that story. So can you give us a top line on kind of where Visual DX came from and some of your really cool innovations around Symptacons and going direct to consumer now? Yeah, well Visual DX is in a space that you don't see much in this vast exhibit Absolutely hall. Absolutely not. Diagnostic decision support. Which visually, would, right? Visually. <laughs> and so you would think that getting the diagnosis right would be three quarters of this exhibit hall because quality care begins with an accurate diagnosis. But of course this exhibit hall is mostly about the commerce of medicine, right? Not 
driving accuracy and care. And so what we're really focused on is allowing the clinician and soon the consumer to search by symptoms and other findings such as lab data, travel history, medication, their gender, their age, and get to a patient contextualized differential diagnosis and to represent it visually. Give me a, a picture, give me a, a quick use case. Let me tell of, you a great use, let me tell you a great use case. So do you read the New York Times at yes. all? Sunday magazine, yes. there's a case. This Sunday, just a few two days ago, the case was a um, a medical student was visiting her niece. And so it's her brother's daughter, and the sister-in-law said to the medical student, the niece has a rash around the eye. And the medical student was asked by the sister-in-law, can you take a look? And she said, Amanda said, this medical student said, I'm just a medical student, which means I know absolutely nothing. And she said, well, let me try. So she looks and she uses Visual DX, and if you read this So really, she took a picture of the rash? No, no, she, she looked at the, at the, at the niece, and okay. she entered the type of lesions. Into her, like a into mobile, her app, into mobile, mobile app. Into the mobile version of Visual DX. Okay. And she figured out that likely that her niece had herpetic infection of the eye, which can lead to blindness. So she actually um, encouraged her sister-in-law to take the niece to the pediatrician. Immediately. Immediately, and the pediatrician said, I don't think it's herpes. And the pediatrician then was the uh, sister-in-law insisted that the pediatrician take a culture. And over the weekend, this little three-year-old said, mommy, don't turn the lights on in the room, which is a sign of photophobia, intolerance to light. And sure enough, on Monday, they get a call from the pediatrician that the cultures were positive for herpes, and then the child's taken to the ophthalmologist. But this is a case- The medical student had the correct diagnosis the, on the front end. Right, right. And so visualization, we all as humans are great at visualizing. Right. And we're visual the medical animals. student who said, I don't know anything, actually knew a lot when armed with information. And so yes. really, really what we're gonna see quickly is this transition to arming um, physicians, students, residents, which is what we do, because Visual DX is already used in 1,600 hospitals and large clinics. Over 90 medical schools are teaching with it, but eventually you'll see it be totally ubiquitous because pattern recognition is how we solve problems often. So you have this incredible visual library of rashes and all kinds of conditions uh, across all therapeutic areas, correct? Well, it's more than just rashes, so we right. have, we do, any diagnosis now. So the great expansion of Visual DX was in a year ago at HIMSS. We announced the new Visual DX where we went from skin, eye, and oral presentations to any complaint. So you could search in Visual DX today something like abdominal pain, or you could put in double vision. So it doesn't have to be a rash. Correct. And uh, you have something called Symptocons you've created. Tell yeah, me so about Symptocons. The Symptocons are actually really... They're not really, like Decepticons or Transformers, right? No, no, no. It's actually, um, once again, visualization. So, you know, people have conceptualized our company as, you know, rashes and eye right. problems. But how do you represent internal symptoms? Well, instead of reading a, a laundry list, like a, in a book, or a long right. paragraphs of prose, what we can do is we can represent the patterns of the symptoms, the labs, diagrammatically so a clinician can 
very quickly compare diseases. That's that's fabulous. Um, so what's tell us about? So is this just available to professionals or? You're doing something with direct-to-consumer, yeah, we correct? Do. We always have done uh, SkinSight.com, which is spelled S-K-I-N-S-I-G-H-T, like a play on SkinSight. SkinSight.com. Like play on Insight. So SkinSight.com has uh, been out there for years, but we recently redesigned it into a responsive design, and it's used from all over the world. So patients can go in there and look at... Uh, the focus of SkinSight is narrower than the professional tool, so they're looking at skin problems right. mostly. But patients can go in there and put in, you know, I have a problem on my leg. What are the common problems? And they can just see what those common problems are. So it, uh, skin sites you millions uh, times a month by consumers. Wow, that's great. So in addition to inventing Symptacons and this whole visual uh, diagnosis to support accurate, effective, shorter time to treatment of care, You've coined a term uh, clinical omics? Clinomics. 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 So tell me about clinomics. Okay, so of course, well, here in this great hall here, what do we see? We see the cliches of health IT. So we have precision medicine, analytics, big data. Every booth will have all these cliches, right? So we're talking about genomics, biomics, proteomics. But where's clinical medicine? I mean, we have a a, um, billion outpatient visits a year in America on average three per person in the population. What do they do? They come to their doctors, they don't say, here's my DNA. They don't say, here's my biome. They say, doctor, I'm depressed. Doctor, I have back pain. Doctor, I have a rash, right? So where's the precision around clinical medicine, right? Do we, we, in this great hall, do we see any cliches of clinical medicine? Like I'm gonna ask the right questions of the patient. I'm gonna do a, a thorough physical exam. I'm going to think methodically about the patient's problem. You're not saying that here, because this is the business of medicine. But when we really talk about patients, patients come to doctors with problems. Yes. And problems need to be solved. And a doctor needs to bring to bear all the information in the medical literature on the uniqueness of the individual. So when you go to see your doctor, you say, doctor, I'm dizzy, or doctor, I have back pain, or doctor, I'm depressed. There's a set of questions that should match your uniqueness as an individual. What medications you on? Are you diabetic? Do you have? Right. Are you on, um, you know, certain medications that could trigger that symptom, right? So that is clinomics. That is the idea of asking the right questions in a precise, repeatable, reliable way. So we're talking about really building a high reliability. A form of medicine. And so the idea is that we're going to just type in symptoms and big data is going to crunch it is a, is a fallacy because you have to ask the patient the right questions. If you just type in what you hear, your patient's not volunteering half right. the information you need to know. I mean, they say 10% of the population is addicted to opioids. There's some incredible. And how many patients come in and say, Doc, I'm addicted to opioids? You need to ask, right? So, how's your pain today? Right. That's you know you are an incredible physician leader, uh, an incredible innovator. Um, what's next on you? What are you inventing next? Well, so we are about to launch Visual DX in Spanish, French, German, and Mandarin, so that wow. uh, you could be 
using this around the world. And um, uh, Ovid, uh, Walters Kluwer's company, is going to be representing Visual DX internationally this year. Congratulations. Yep. That's and, huge. Yeah. So Visual DX will be available to clinicians around the world. Any other secrets well, you're working on? You can't talk about it. You yeah, got, got others. I know you got other stuff you can't talk about yet. Yeah, well, we have some real innovation going on with deep learning and deep learning. Deep learning. How deep? It's, it's deep because it's deep with pictures. Oh. Yeah. So, so we're, we're you're saving little, that for next year when we sit down year, and talk. Next year's interview. Then I'm going to be showing you. A Hims demo. 18. Hims we'll have 18. a demo at Hims 18. Absolutely. You promise? Yeah. Why well, have a demo in my pocket now? I'm just not showing it to you. Okay, so how do people connect with you and uh, learn more and figure out how to uh, apply your your solution and system to the accuracy and care? Well, first of all, any uh, Cerner customer can turn on Visual DX using Fire inside the Cerner record now. So we're engineered to Fire. Great. And you know, Epic's moving to Fire. They just announced they have Fire ready in Epic and. Uh, we learned here at the meeting that all scripts, most of the EHR vendors are moving to the HL7 Fire standard. Visual DX has had Fire embedded in it for over a year and a half. We're ready to go. We have uh, Visual DX used inside the Cerner record. Um, so www.visualdx.com and contact us. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks Always for joining us. Always a pleasure. Us. All right. All right, we're innovating uh, a better health through vision. Oh, this is one of my favorite innovators in healthcare. Art hey, Papier, how are you? Good Doing to see you, good, happy new dog. year, it's good to see you. Hey. You're looking healthy, uh, you must you, be dog. using your own uh, app to stay healthier. It's more uh, than an app. It's more than an app. <laughs> visual DX is an incredible solution because ultimately people are, are visual and uh, uh, healthcare has relied too much on words and you've really reinvented that story. So can you give us a top line on kind of where Visual DX came from and some of your really cool innovations around Symptacons and going direct to consumer now? Yeah, well Visual DX is in a space that you don't see much in this vast exhibit Absolutely hall. Absolutely not. Diagnostic decision support. Which visually, would, right? Visually. <laughs> And so you would think that getting the diagnosis right would be three quarters of this exhibit hall because quality care begins with an accurate diagnosis. But of course, this exhibit hall is mostly about the commerce of medicine, right? Not driving accuracy and care. And so what we're really focused on is allowing the clinician and soon the consumer to search by symptoms and other findings such as lab data, travel history, medication, their gender, their age, and get to a patient contextualized differential diagnosis and to represent it visually. Give me a, a picture, give me a, a quick use case. Let me tell of, you a great use, let me tell you a great use case. So do you read the, the New York Times at yes. all? Sunday magazine, yes. there's a case. This Sunday, just a few two days ago, the case was a um, a medical student was visiting her niece. And so it's her brother's daughter. And the sister-in-law said to the medical student, the niece has a rash around the eye. And the medical student was asked by the sister-in-law, can you take a look? And she said, Amanda said, this medical student said, I'm just a medical student, which means I know absolutely nothing. 
And she said, well, let me try. So she looks and she uses Visual DX. And if you read this So really, she took a picture of the rash? No, no, she she looked at the at the at the niece. And okay. she entered the type of lesions into her like a into mobile, her app, into the mobile, mobile version of Visual DX. Okay, and she figured out that likely that her niece had herpetic infection of the eye, which can cause, lead to blindness. So she actually um, encouraged her sister-in-law to take the niece to the pediatrician immediately. Immediately, and the pediatrician said, "I don't think it's herpes." And the pediatrician then was the uh, sister-in-law insisted that the pediatrician take a culture. And over the weekend, this little three-year-old said, mommy, don't turn the lights on in the room, which is a sign of photophobia, intolerance to light. And sure enough, on Monday, they get a call from the pediatrician that the cultures were positive for herpes, and then the child's taken to the ophthalmologist. But this is a case- The medical student had the correct diagnosis the, on the front end. Right, right, and so, Visualization, we all as humans are great at visualizing. Right. And We're visual the medical animals. student who said, I don't know anything, actually knew a lot when armed with information. And so that really, is. really what we're gonna see quickly is this transition to arming um, physicians, students, residents, which is what we do, because Visual DX is already used in 1,600 hospitals and large clinics. Over 90 medical schools are teaching with it. But eventually you'll see it be totally ubiquitous because pattern recognition is how we solve problems often. So you have this incredible visual library of rashes and all kinds of conditions uh, across all therapeutic areas, correct? Well, it's more than just rashes. So we, right. have, we do any diagnosis now. So the great expansion of Visual DX was in a year ago at HIMSS. We announced the new Visual DX where we went from skin eye and oral presentations to any complaint. So you could search in Visual DX today something like abdominal pain or you could put in double vision. So it doesn't have to be a rash. Correct. And uh, you have something called Symptocons you've created. Yeah, Tell so me about the, Symptocons. The Symptocons are actually really... They're not really, like Decepticons or Transformers, right? No, no, no. It's actually, um, once again, visualization. So, you know, people have conceptualized our company as you know, rashes and eye right. problems. But how do you represent internal symptoms? Well, instead of reading a, a laundry list like a in a book or a long right. paragraphs of prose, what we can do is we can represent the patterns of the symptoms, the labs, diagrammatically so a clinician can very quickly compare diseases. That's that's fabulous. Um, so what's tell us about so is this just available to professionals or you're doing something with direct to consumer, yeah, we correct? Do. We always have done uh, skinsight.com, which is spelled S-K-I-N-S-I-G-H-T, like a play on skinsight. insight. Skinsight.com. Like play on insight. So skinsight.com has uh, been out there for years, but we recently redesigned it into a responsive design and it's used from all over the world. So. Patients can go in there and look at, uh, the focus of SkinSight is narrower than the professional tool, so they're looking at skin problems, right. mostly. But patients can go in there and put in, you know, I have a problem on my leg, what are the common problems? And they can just see what those common problems are. So it, uh, SkinSight's millions uh, times a month by consumers. Wow, that's great. So in addition to inventing Symptocons and this whole visual uh, diagnosis to support accurate, effective, shorter time to treatment of care. Uh, 
You, you, you've coined a term, uh, clinical omics? Clinomics. 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 So tell me about clinomics. Okay, so of course, well, here in this great hall here, what do we see? We see the cliches of health IT. So we have precision medicine, analytics, right. big data. Every booth will have all these cliches, right? So we're talking about genomics, biomics, proteomics. But where's clinical medicine? I mean, the, we have a, a, a billion outpatient visits a year in America, on average three per person in the population. What do they do? They come to their doctors. They don't say, here's my DNA. Right. They don't say, here's my <laughs> biome. They say, doctor, I'm depressed. Doctor, I have back pain. Right. Doctor, I have a rash, right? So where's the precision around clinical medicine, right? Do we, we in this great hall, do we see any cliches of clinical medicine? Like, I'm going to ask the right questions of the patient. <laughs> I'm going to do a, a thorough physical exam. I'm going to think methodically about the patient's problem. You're not saying that here, because this is the business of medicine. But when we really talk about patients, Patients come to doctors with problems. Yes. And problems need to be solved. And a doctor needs to bring to bear all the information in the medical literature on the uniqueness of the individual. So when you go to see your doctor, you say, doctor, I'm dizzy, or doctor, I have back pain, or doctor, I'm depressed. There's a set of questions that should match your uniqueness as an individual. What medications you on? Are you diabetic? Do you have, right. are you on, um, you know, certain medications that could trigger that symptom, right? So that is clinomics. That is the idea of asking the right questions in a precise, repeatable, reliable way. So we're talking about really building a high reliability uh, form of medicine. And so the idea is that we're gonna just type in symptoms and big data is gonna crunch it is a, is a fallacy because you have to ask the patient the right questions. If you just type in what you hear, your patient's not volunteering half right. the information you need to know. I mean, they say 10% of the population is addicted to opioids. There's some incredible, and how many patients come in and say, doc, I'm addicted to opioids? You need to ask, right? So- How's your pain today? Right. That's, you know, you are an incredible physician leader, uh, an incredible innovator. Um, what's next on you? What are you inventing next? Well, so we are about to launch Visual DX in Spanish, French, German, and Mandarin, so that wow. uh, you could be using this around the world. And um, uh, Ovid, uh, Walters Kluwer's company, is going to be representing Visual DX internationally this Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Yep. That's and, huge. Yeah. So Visual DX will be available to clinicians around the world. Any other secret well, you're working on? You can't talk about it. You yeah, got other, some, I know you got other stuff you can't talk about yet. Yeah, well, we have some real innovation going on with deep learning. and Deep with, learning? Deep learning. How deep? It's, it's deep because it's deep with pictures. Oh. Yeah. So, so we're, we're you're saving little, that for next year when we sit down year, and talk? Next year's interview. Then I'm going to be showing you a Hymns demo. 18? Hymns we'll have 18. a demo at Hymns 18? Absolutely. You promise? Yeah, well, I have a demo in my pocket now. I'm just not showing it to you. Okay, so how do people connect with you and uh, learn more and figure out how to uh, apply your, your solution and system to the accuracy and care? Well, first of all, any uh, Cerner customer can turn on Visual DX using Fire inside the Cerner record now. So we're engineered to fire 
Great. And you know, Epic's moving to Fire. They just announced they have Fire ready in Epic, and uh, we learned here at the meeting that all scripts, most of the EHR vendors are moving to the HL7 Fire standard. Visual DX has had Fire embedded in it for over a year and a half. We're ready to go. We have uh, Visual DX used inside the Cerner record. Um, so www.visualdx.com and contact us. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.